Well, hello there. Long time no see. How are you? I hope that you were doing really well. I hope that you had a fantastic summer. You're probably thinking, I don't really remember summer anymore. It's always how it feels, doesn't it, when you start working again in September. But anyway, welcome to a brand new season of Anna with Two Ends. I'm here to help you feel more confident with your English at work. And whether you're a new listener, maybe you discovered the podcast over summer, maybe you found me browsing on Spotify through my Instagram, or maybe through Coolips, it's great to have you here. And if you're an old listener, I don't mean old by age, of course, then welcome back. It's also great to have you. And I'm just thrilled to be able to bring you another season of this podcast. So let's get on with it, shall we? Let's start with our topic for today. Welcome to Anna with Two Ends English Podcast. My name is Anna, no surprises there. And this podcast is your weekly 20-minute session with me where I give you my tips, advice, and guidance as an expert business English coach to help you build your confidence with your English and reach those career goals that you have always been thinking about. Maybe it's a new job, a promotion, more responsibilities internationally, if that's you, then you're in the right place. I'm originally from the UK, actually. I worked there in project management, in healthcare, also in an NGO. But since 2017, I've been based in Madrid and I've helped many professionals in the same situation as you. You can speak English, but you lack a lot of confidence in some areas. So, I'm here to help you address that problem and get English working for you rather than against you. So stop watching English series that are not going to get you very far with your meetings and start investing 20 minutes a week with me to learn things that are actually going to move you towards your goals. As well as the podcast, you can check me out and put a face to the name on Instagram at Anna2EndsEnglish. And... If you love the podcast and you want a weekly summary of some of the more difficult vocabulary that comes up, then make sure that you sign up to my newsletter. As well as the podcast roundup, I'll send you extra tips, bonus things, offers, information about my new courses and programs. So if you like me and you like the podcast, then definitely sign up and the link is in the description box. Now, before we dive in and have a look at our topic, I just want to recap and refresh on how this podcast works. So in each episode, as I did in last season, I'm going to touch on different common business interactions and also address some of the difficulties and issues that you've told me about or you've said that are really hard for you. So each episode is going to address a different topic. There will be things that I bring up. There will be things that come up, but each episode is designed to help you be all-rounded. Okay, all-rounded means that it covers a lot of different common business situations and interactions. 
Now, if you want to make a suggestion, I'm all for it. Feel free to get in contact with me if there's something that you're like, Anna, I really want you to talk about this. Then please feel free to, to get in touch with me. You can get in touch with me on Instagram. You can send me a DM. And of course, the really important part is how do you absorb? How do you take away the things from the episodes? Lots of people have different ways of doing it. You might like to have a notebook. You might like to write things down. And remember, every week on my newsletter, I'm going to be sending around a roundup, which basically just means like a summary of some of the more interesting words, some of the difficult phrases that I've used, which can be a fantastic compliment to the podcast. So if you want to get your hands on that every week, then make sure you sign up to my newsletter. And as well as that, the best thing that you can do if you want to learn as much as you can from this podcast is to actually apply some of the stuff in practice in real life. And I I get messages from people all the time like, oh, I used that in a meeting last week. Thank you very much. Or, oh, I heard that phrase that you talked about. So, I mean, this podcast is as much about helping you understand, of course, and also use new words, vocabulary, phrases in the workplace As I said, the important thing is about giving it a go and trying it if you're able to, of course. If you're able to practice speaking English at work, that's fantastic because you should make the most of that opportunity and try and use some of the things that you learn here. If you don't have that opportunity, that's okay. Try and make a note of it, come back to it, review it, make sure that you understand it so that when you have the opportunity to practice it, it's there. The important thing is that you've got to keep refreshing Because if you don't have the opportunity to practice English in your day-to-day job now, you're going to have to spend a little bit more time refreshing and going over vocabulary because you don't have the opportunity to put it into practice right now, but maybe in the future. So that's basically just a quick recap about how it works. Different episodes about different common business interactions and really the focus is on about giving you practical things, vocabulary, phrases and also just steering you in the right direction this is a common mistake this sounds good this sounds a little bit informal that type of stuff because that's kind of the gold bit isn't it you can get all of this phrases and things that I'm going to talk about you could probably find them somewhere but I've got a lot of experience working with people I know what works I know what doesn't work I know what sounds good I know what doesn't sound good so I'm also coming it through that lens as well So I'm bringing all of my experience into this to give you the best advice possible. So get a notepad or whatever it is, write it down or just relax, sit back, relax. Some of you like to listen to the podcast while you're cleaning or cooking or running or walking the dog. I like to listen to podcasts during my lunch break, about 10, 15 minutes. I like to try and squeeze it in, but whatever you're doing, try and focus when you're listening to the podcast, because that's the best way that you're going to take in everything that I'm talking about. Just give me 20 minutes. All right. It's not a long time. I know it feels like forever nowadays, but it's not a long time. Anyway, I wanted to start with actually a really, really common business interaction, but one that I still see a lot of people struggle with. And that is simply, and I say simply, it's easier said than done greeting people, especially when you meet them for the first time. Now, of course, I do have to take into account that business interactions have 
changed in recent times, right? There's the face-to-face element. Maybe you're doing a little bit more of that now. And then there's also the online element. So I'm going to try and come at both angles where where needed. But really greeting somebody, I'm mainly coming at this from a face-to-face perspective, but it also applies when you're online. So I want you to imagine this type of situation. Imagine that you have just got a new job, yay, and you have to go to an onboarding process. Everybody there has also joined the company. The language is obviously in English, so you have to introduce yourself and, well, not just introduce, sorry, greet, greet people. Hi, how are you? How are you? Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. That's really what I'm trying to get at today. That little, tiny little bit of vocab and whatever. But it's often the most difficult thing because it's like that initial step. And a lot lot of people fluff it up. Fluff just means make a mistake or they don't get the flow right. So it's like, hi, hi, how are you? It's just like robotic, okay? So it's worth practicing because it comes across much better if you do it more naturally, obviously. So you're going to the onboarding process. You don't know anybody. You've got to greet a lot of people. Or imagine you're going to a conference. This happens a lot. Language is English, obviously. And you've got to say hello to people. You know, you're networking. You've got to get yourself out there. You've got to speak to people. Mingle, as we say in English. This is a lovely little verb. Mingle. M-I-N-G-L-E. It just basically means to mix with different people in a social situation, especially a a professional situation. But we can also use it in a personal context as well. Mingle. And there's a really funny phrase. When people are single, they say single and ready to mingle well I don't actually know if people really say that I don't think anybody serious would actually say I'm single and ready to mingle it's just cringeworthy but maybe anyway I digress another situation and this is kind of taking into the online context is maybe you've got one of those things where you're meeting people for the first time and you've got that awkward like five minutes at the beginning where not everybody's joined the meeting and you've kind of got to keep it going. You've got to greet them, be like, hi, how are you? I'm Anna. Nice to meet you. And then they're like, hey, hi, yeah, I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. Well, has everybody arrived yet or are we waiting for anybody? Now, I don't want to go too far into small talk because that's kind of another another area I just really want to focus on that greeting part but again that's also a situation where that might happen where you meet somebody for the first time on online or maybe it's just that you're meeting a new client an English-speaking client or maybe it's with non-native speakers but you know you're just meeting each other for the first time and you know what do you do it's a little bit awkward that initial thing and I found a lot of people sort of find it they're good with the high bit but then it kind of goes south after that so Let me help you and let me tell you what you can say in a professional context when you meet somebody for the first time, face-to-face or online. And it is difficult because the rhythm kind of changes depending on who you're speaking to, right? And you don't really know what people are going to say back to you. But I'm going to imagine the situation that you're leading it, right? Like you're the one that's saying hello to somebody else. You're, You're leading that. So the first thing I'm going to say, and this is super basic, but it doesn't matter if it's basic, Well, okay, I'm going to change the word basic. I used to have a boss who told me. And nobody gets inspired when you say basic. 
well not me specifically but you know we had this project at the uh, at the company and it was like back to basics and he was like nobody is going to get excited about that project no one and he had a point so let's call it fundamentals that sounds much more epic I don't know important so the first thing you do is you say hello to somebody right now the absolute fail safe that you can say when you greet somebody is hello some people might say hi but the one that you can use in all situations is hello and probably a great one to use in a professional context is just to say hello followed by the time so for example hi good morning sorry I said hi hello good morning or hello good afternoon hello good evening that would probably be the best one the best choice because it can kind of be in both situations it can be formal but also in more informal situations. Again, if you want to make it a little bit more informal, you might say, hi, how are you? Again, you're touching on more informal there. And even more informal than that would be something like, hey, how are you? I don't really like that. With the first time that you meet somebody in a professional context, sounds too informal. Even if it's an informal environment, I know maybe you work in a company where it's like, you know, chill and beanbags and you know, ping pong tables and whatever, but still you want to give off a professional, you know, touch. First impressions do count. They can change, but impressions change, but first impressions are really, really important. I don't need to tell you that. So we'll stick with a hello, good morning, hello, good afternoon, hello, good evening. If you have an event in the evening, it happens somewhat sometimes. Now, actually, normally, one thing I wanted to mention here is, especially if I'm leading the conversation, I'm going to stick all this together. Let me show you what I mean. I'll say something like, hello, good morning. How are you? My name's Anna. Nice to meet you. Okay, it sounds like a lot when I'm saying it, but I kind of shove it all together, especially if I'm, you know, again, the one to take charge and to make that first approach. I'll I'll say that again for you because it was pretty fast and there was a lot in there. Hi, how are you? Good morning. My name's Anna. Nice to meet you. So, okay, there I did a little bit of a, uh, you know, and I'm not thinking about this, by the way. I'm kind of just saying what comes out of my mouth. So there I said, hey, how are you? Good morning, I think. So, you know, I kind of put them all together. Um, My name's Anna. Nice to meet you. And then probably the response you're going to get back to that is, hi, how are you? I'm Maria. Okay, Maria seems to be replacing my John. And also a little thing here, when you're meeting people, in Spanish you say igualmente, right? And a lot of people ask me, how do you say that? Is it equally? And I'm like, no, it's definitely not equally. (laughs) Please remember that. It's not equally or the same. Um, We could say same. Like, for example, it's nice to meet you. Same. But I don't like it. Not a professional context. Don't like it. Don't like it. Likewise. It's nice to meet you. Likewise. Or again, you could just say, it's nice to meet you too, as the response. So likewise, if somebody says that to you, don't get freaked out, okay? (laughs) They're not saying that they like you, they're just saying igualmente, okay? So that's probably more for if somebody says it to you, don't panic, okay? You're like, I don't get it. What are they trying to tell me? Um, So I'm going to run that through again. So if I were greeting somebody, I would probably say, hello, good morning, how are you? My name's Anna, nice to meet you. Now, Okay, that might not be the flow. Sometimes it might be, hi, good morning, how are you? Hi, I'm Maria, how are you? I'm great, thanks. It's really nice to meet you. 
It's nice to meet you too. So again, the flow is going to change depending on the conversation. But those are the type of things that I would say. And obviously it depends whether you say your name, because maybe if you're online on a meeting, it's already got your name there. So it's kind of Captain Obvious, you know, that your name is Anna. And likewise, which is igualmente. Now, I have seen people try to use that before and it's a little bit of a tricky one to remember so that's kind of more for understanding but if you feel brave go for it if you want to try it out add it in but if it feels like too much then don't worry about it just stick with the standard one it's nice to meet you so just to recap hello plus the time is going to be your fail self that's going to work in all situations be careful of sounding a little bit too informal with like hey how are you And also, depending on the conversation, you could maybe put it all together. Hello, good morning. How are you? My name's Anna. Nice to meet you. Practice that. It takes like three seconds. Practice that every day. So it just doesn't, it's just automatic. You don't even have to think about it. Because sometimes that initial couple of seconds where you're like, oh my God, is the worst. And I remember I always used to have a lot of problems in Spanish with like encantada. I used to feel so embarrassed saying encantada because it's like loved. And I was like, ew, I'm not saying loved. <laughs> it's everyone that I meet. And then I was like, is it encantado or encantada? And wow, the number of times that I've said encantado. And also another quick complaint while we're here. The other option is like mucho gusto. And I don't like that either. I feel really weird saying that as well. Can you please give me another alternative? Are there any other alternatives when you're greeting people in Spanish? Please help me. Anyway, I hope that was useful. And as I said, keep practicing it. Try and do it every day. Get used to it. And then you're not going to have any problems when you do it in real life. Okay, so let's move on to our little last section. A word structure or phrase that hardly anybody uses, but everybody should. And I got a little bit of inspo for this from my grandmother, believe it or not. Um, And she said this. She said, did you manage to get a hold of your mum? Did you manage to get a hold of your mum? And I thought, oh, I'm just going to write that down, actually, because that would be great for my podcast. To get a hold of someone. To get a hold of someone is to be successful in speaking to them. We can also use this when we want to talk about the possession of something. For example, did you manage to get a hold of the document? So if somebody asks you that, what they're saying is, did you manage to get the document? It's the same thing. It's just a slightly more convoluted version. I know it's annoying, but it's really common, especially in British English. So we can use it to talk about getting hold of things, documents, reports, figures. Did you get hold of the figures yesterday? And also notice there how with connected speech, it sounds like I'm putting an A there. It's like, did you manage to get a hold of? Get a hold of. There's no A there when you write it, but when I'm connecting them together, get a hold of. Or did you get a hold of, did you get a hold of Lucy? Oh, Lucy's a new one. Haven't used that one before. Did you manage to get a hold of Lucy? Did you manage to speak to Lucy yesterday? That's what I'm asking you. So there you go. I thought that would be a nice, useful one. So I strongly recommend that you try it out. You could try and put it into your vocabulary or at least you're prepared for it. If somebody 
tells you that or says that to you or mentions it, you understand what they are talking about. All right then, well, that is it for today. And don't forget, if you want a roundup of some of the most difficult words that have come today, some of the interesting pieces of vocabulary, as well as I will also write in there the word that hardly anybody uses, but everybody should. If you want to get a copy of that, make sure that you sign up to my newsletter because I'm going to be sending that round every week, which is a great compliment to the podcast. Thanks again for listening. It's been great. It's lovely to be back and I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.